meteorologist Malcolm Byron. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, welcome in. Monday is here, a brand new week, and we are here to ride through it with you. It is LNK Today with Jack and Friends. I'm Jack. That's Caleb to my right, Mark Vale in the KLIN the newsroom, Chris Lofkin, Time Saver Traffic, will join us shortly. And we are ready to get you set with all the things you know to get your week going in and around Lincoln, Nebraska. Glad to have you with us uh, on the show today on a Monday. We will talk to Tim Ruza. He's going to join us at 810 today. Dirk Chatlin at 835. We'll have a new week of Fantasy Huskers. Your chance to win that prize pack from Valentino's and Alumni Hall. Back to, to Fling Week is over. I hope you enjoyed it, everybody. I hope you enjoyed cheering for the uh, Pitts and Alabamas uh, of of the Oklahomas of the world. Well, Oklahoma might not have been a good one, uh, but it, uh, <laughs> cheering for all of those uh, this week. Back to Nebraska. So we're going to ask you to pick something about the Nebraska game. So that is coming up here at six thirty-five and eight ten. Listen for those keywords. Your morning drive. We'll count down the things you're talking about today. Nebraska football coaching search update and all that. Uh, all that you need to know. Like I said, to get you going here for this week on the show. I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Wasn't the bye week glorious? Wasn't the bye weekend? Uh, I mean, l- let's all hear about uh, all you all, all you people who normally spend Saturdays enmeshed in football and what you were able to do. This weekend, not only in terms of productivity, but in terms of emotional stability. At least that was kind of the hallmark for me. I was less stressed, for sure. Less stressed. Yeah, just there was no point. I wasn't randomly screaming at my family for no good reason. It was, <laughs> uh, you know, had had time to make brunch, those sorts of things. And, yeah, it was not. I mean, I know... Uh, listen, I'm already marking my calendar. There's another one of these in a couple weeks, isn't there, Caleb? Yeah, like we'll get another. Yeah, we'll get another one I'm of already these. Already getting excited October. for it. Already getting excited for it. Fling week part two. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Fling week part two. We'll uh, we'll we'll have some fun with that. So, are you sure you can say that on the radio? Uh, yeah, I believe. Okay. What the the fling week or the do or using yeah. French or what's the problem? Which one? Yeah, which one? Uh, it's none of that is anywhere close to what Jack was saying last <laughs> week. So we we are in the clear right well, now. Well, wait till we get to next, that week though. We got a couple weeks for me to think of new things to uh, say. Yeah, we are at. Uh, now, I, I see uh, my thermometer here on my computer, which uh, measures the temperature outside. It's not really a thermometer. It's just a website that says the temperature. It's 40, it says 46 degrees. Uh, I see we even have some lower readings in the area, maybe down as low as 41. 33 uh, right now in Whitman. My goodness. These are some of the lowest temperatures that we have seen since early since May. Spring. Early yeah. May. Bassett's down to 34. Bassett, what? So bring a jacket if you're headed and to Bassett. Everybody headed to Bassett this morning. Bring a jacket, okay? And if you're. I know there's uh, a lot of people. Watch for traffic, too. Out around Johnson Lake, you know, south of Lexington, where that area that you're headed to, yeah. uh, you know, 38 there. This yeah, so if you're headed out to Lexington this morning for a Monday at the lake, uh, something also to remember. That's right. I'll be going to. Uh, I'll be going. I'll be uh, stopping in Lex on. Wednesday night, staying overnight in Lexington on Wednesday, headed to Elwood, bright and early Thursday morning, 
and going to do our 10th annual Team Jack Radiothon, originating from Elwood, Nebraska. That will be on radio stations across the state of Nebraska, including right here on KLIN. And we are going to, uh, I'm going to team up again with uh, Kevin Thomas, and we are going to hopefully, hopefully, Raise a whole bunch of money once again for childhood pediatric cancer research with Team Jack. So look forward to that. So it'll be a little bit, just a little heads up, be a little bit, little bit different on your programming. But we put together a lot of really good interviews during that show. I just uh, taped an interview with Cable Guy here a few days ago. Uh, we got a whole bunch of uh, Husker, former Husker football players who are going to come on, a whole bunch of other celebs as well. Boomer Sison is going to join us, so it's going to be a it's going to be a good day, good day for some interviews, some content, and to raise some money for Team Jack. So that is coming up on Thursday, not only in the morning but throughout the day here on KLIN. What time is, does that actually start at seven? Starts at seven. So you guys got to you guys got to do an hour here. If we got it. No, we, we can we, figure we out an me. hour. Yeah, you can do an hour with me. I can I can call you hey, while I no while I drive the country roads from Lexington to Elwood. We, we can do uh, novelty uh, songs. No, it's, <laughs> we're not doing an hour of novelty songs. You're not here. Not, we'll do what we listen, want. I, I think I have to approve that. I think no, that's no, in, you that's in the contract. <laughs> nobody's nobody's asking. It's just for that. like Fling Week. If you are out of the there's county, no, we can make our own. There's decisions. nobody asking for that. <laughs> Uh, all right, so there you go. So I will, you are out of the area code. We'll do what we want. I, I I get to my little station here where I do my show from, and Mark yeah. has left two yeah. press releases uh, on my on yeah. two conflicting. I should say. I mean, one of these is fake news, and I don't know which one it is. But they say the exact opposite thing, and they were both uh, released within minutes of each other last night. Headline on one: Congressman Flood wins first general election debate. Uh, press release two, Patty Panzing Brooks defeats Mike Flood in congressional debate. So I don't know if we had some kind of a scorekeeping controversy or what exactly was happening there, but these both say the opposite thing, Mark. How do I know who won? I think they're both deserving of a participation trophy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I just got a kick out of that. You come into the newsroom very early Monday morning and see two news releases and we won. Claiming claiming victory. Now, what I want, what I really want, here's the candidate I will elect to Washington. The candidate that admits in a press release, dad didn't have such a great night. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Patty Panzing Brooks sends out a press release. Mike Flood came out in a uh, a front we weren't prepared for. Um, we just couldn't adjust to that defense. Well, we'll be better next Flood, week. Flood's press release. We got to do better. That was uh, <laughs> sounds like Mickey Joseph's press conference after Oklahoma. Got to recruit better. <laughs> that's on me. <laughs> Not that's my staffers. Not my PR team. That one's on me. <laughs> I want a press release that I lost the debate. That'd be amazing. We just got a hand to us out there today. Didn't make some good points. I struggled with a lot of words. You know, couldn't couldn't think of the uh, uh, of the things that I wanted to say. Uh, I just dis- I, disappointed that it didn't take place somewhere more in the district. I mean, it was so. KETV did it. Was yeah. did, they didn't actually have it in Omaha, did they? Yeah, I believe it was. Man, what studio. are they doing it in Omaha for? Well, you know, the new redistricting. A little bit of what is it? Sarpy County oh, is now in that. Yeah, okay, yeah, Omaha. And, and uh, you, you, you keep your hands off our congressional races. That's what I was thinking. Well, well was it in Omaha? Was it in the KETV studios? Where did they actually? I don't KETV broadcast it, or did they have it? At? No, I think I think it was in their studio. 
if I remember. Jeez, if I remember that should be illegal. Why? Uh, you could do, what are they, why don't they just go down to Arkansas and do it or something? It's got about as much relevance there. Yeah. I know. I'm stretching it just a little bit with that thing. Uh, I think Channel Which, 8, by the way, in Kansas, it's, it's that other state's called Arkansas. Okay. Uh, I think Channel 8's doing the next one. So at least I think we'll probably get them in the district. Hey, you know who's not watching these debates? Jim Pillen. Debates are worthless <laughs> to him. Okay. <laughs> Jim Pillen. Jim Pillen says, why are they doing this? What is going on here? What a waste of time for everybody. I will be honest. I didn't see it. It's a, Sunday was a, uh, it was a very, it's very busy. I do want to see the next one, though. I, 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 do, I, I mean, I read about it after the fact. And I think you could probably... From reading the accounts of it after the fact, I think you, if you have any kind of um, any kind of awareness of politics, partisan politics in 2022, you can probably fill in the main points from the debate as often as you can. Patty Pansing Brooks as frequently as possible wanted to to, to bring up uh, reproductive rights. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mike Flood wanted to say the word Pelosi as many times as he could. Yeah. The news release. I don't know whether you caught the last line. Uh, uh, defeated Patty Pansing Pelosi. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's right there in the news. Release. I mean, you can you can predict you can predict how these things largely <laughs> are going to are, yeah. are going to go. So, you know what? Maybe Pillin, maybe Pillin's right this whole time. Maybe they would have been better out uh, shaking hands and kissing babies. Uh, instead of instead of a huge show debate in Omaha, I'm just kidding. I'd rather they debate. I, 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 I think I'd they should have debated at the state fair at two o'clock on a Tuesday morning. Well, hey, sun, Sunday of what was it like at five or it was Sunday at six? I think still not prime time. Let's get it. Let's get it away from NFL games. Okay. Yep. Let's get it away. What are you guys doing Tuesday night at about at about seven? Okay. That's that's your debate time, right? To get the most people watching it. I mean, in in my opinion, I don't know the <laughs> Sunday night NFL game was not exactly that's anything true. To watch. That, that, debate, that was probably the I, best one I they could have gone up. I against. think you could also disagree on who won that game. <laughs> <laughs> T- television. Did won that anyone? Game. Did anyone win? Nobody that game. watching. Nobody playing. Was, won. My aunt was in town staying with my mom, and she's from Denver, and she is a big. You know they are big Broncos fans uh, in Denver, and uh, the uh, right now the state of frustration with the Broncos, who are two and one by the way, now at this point is very high. It's very high, uh, but they they won that game and it was ugly. It was ba- it was like Speaking of it ugly. was like an NFL game. The, it was like an Iowa NFL version game of an Iowa game. Man, that is what Kirk Ferentz like. He shows tape of that game and says, like, "Guys, this is what we're going. For. This is what you this want." D- yeah, Mark. The the ugly uh, Chiefs loss too, and 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 the Chiefs loss. Sad hey, Bears to the won. Colts. Jeez. Who cares? Um, yeah. So uh, so uh, hey, Mark. So w- an inmate said she was was going to church and then didn't come back to jail. Am I understanding yep. this correctly? Yep. Wow, that should be that should be some extra. I mean, there's there. There are illegal ways to not come back to jail, but then there are really should be frowned upon ways to not come back to jail. Yeah. Uh, now, what we don't know is whether she actually went to church first. That's what I'd like to know. Yeah. I think that's important right and, now. And I'm not sure we'll that, that, get those details. So We need to know. if she Because that, that would be a little bit better. 
And who knows? Maybe it was, uh, you know, never mind. That was no. gonna get yeah, don't the, go down that road. I was going to get into I, I, what the sermon might have been that really was inspiring at that point. And, chase your and, dreams. You know, I don't think, is that in the Bible? Chase your dreams? I don't think it is. Somewhere in there. It's, it's on the Sermon in the Mount. <laughs> I, I, <pretty laughs> chase mo- your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read the Bible in a while. Chase your dreams. <laughs> that's actually on the Matthew eight twenty six. That's, that's chase your dreams. That, that was actually the third tablet that was dropped. That was the eleventh commandment. That's in the King Caleb. Thou shalt shalt not kill, covet, chase your dreams. No graven images. Chase your dreams. It's in the King Caleb version. I, that's a, edition. Now I can all I think of is Napoleon Dynamite saying at the end of the movie, I hope all your experiences are memorable. <laughs> uh all right. Yeah. Any anything else news wise? Well, yeah. Uh, we had a lot of shooting going on ah, in town. It has been homicide, so much. Homicide so much. Uh, right after midnight uh, yesterday morning. Um Man believed to be in his 30s, 19th and 0, 18th and 0 area. Uh, and then somebody, uh, one source described it more as a, like a drive-by, but I guess the guy just shot into a, a crowd after a gathering up uh, 23rd and Judson, uh, two injured there. So, man, uh, it, it, check, check this morning. No identities uh, being released yet. Uh, still looking for suspects. So many, so many days. In the last, really, it feels like. This whole year where you, you wake up and the first push alert on your phone that you look at in the morning uh, has to do with with uh, a shooting in yeah. Lincoln or, and, or stabbing yeah. in Lincoln. And, and multiple victims. Okay. Yeah, it, you know, it, multiple times it's happened. You know, and it, it, it is interesting because, we, we you know, we've got a we've got a mayor's race coming up here and and I'm sure crime is going to be something that's a significant discussion on that. You know, is that about you? It'd be interesting to talk to, to somebody who really knows the science of this, because Lincoln's, you know, you look at homicide numbers in Lincoln, there seems to be it over most of the past years, like no rhyme or like some years it'll be nine, ten, some years it'll be one. Um, and it's hard to kind of correlate that to anything in terms of what police staffing is or in terms of who's in, you know, who the mayor is or, or, or something like that. I'd. I'd be curious, you know, I know I know trends are up around the country with some of this stuff, but why do we think this is particularly happening in in Lincoln right now? Um so then, is, is it something about the the police? Is it something that's completely external to to all of that? But I know that's going to be a big conversation, but I think it's relevant to discuss like what is what what is what do we think the biggest driving force is with that whole thing? And I don't know that I have an answer. Well, I, um, I certainly don't. But you may recall we had the big uptick in uh, overdose deaths here. What last year? Yep. Yeah, that's uh, true. And then they they found a couple of uh, people that they believe were the origins of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, first thing that comes to mind on some of these, especially these uh, uh, shootings into to crowds question is a gang related yeah, gang, gang gang related drug is there or is there drugs. more of the drug drug so, related stuff that's, you know, that's those, playing in those this are all well. questions that that uh you know yeah. are, are tough to to come by yep and then of course we've had another motorcycle death uh that was saturday um uh, you know we got a was that on o street o street uh west, west o, o street 19th between 18th yeah. and 19th uh, 
evidently a car just made a turn in front of the motorcycle, you know, not seeing it. 45-year-old man, I believe it was. Oh at, uh, yeah, 45-year-old Lincoln man when he hit the uh, the car. So uh, car drivers, you know, we hear Chris Lofgren talk about it, yep. uh, motorcycle season. Look, look once, once, look again. Yep. And yep. then, so. Yep. Uh, anybody hit the war horse this weekend? No. No? No. I heard there was a line out the door. Over a thousand, they said the first day. The, this quote in the Channel 8 article is hilarious. They were talking to to people who came, who waited. Apparently, there's a line out the door to get in. It was a good crowd who was there. Um, but one of the patrons said in an interview with Channel 8, quote, I don't want to tell my husband, but I lost a lot of money. We'll take it out of retirement. Love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're off to a great start with the gambling in Lincoln. We got a woman clearing out her retirement account already. (laughs) She didn't sound too upset about it, so I think they're going to be okay. Well, I'm sure their retirement account's worth a lot less than it was a year and a half ago. You know what? She probably would have been better off putting, (laughs) for at least this year of her 401k, throwing a few thou in the (laughs) slot machine every night. All right, we'll take a break. Caleb's got sports. We're 10 minutes away from Fantasy Huskers. By the way, did I ask you Keyword? what they call Bigfoot in Europe? Yeah, yeah you, you said did, uh, you Big Meter. One. Yeah, okay. That was a good one, too. Yeah. That was in your I'm, top, I'm, I'm top re- 10%. I'm recycling some of these. Yeah, in my mind. I know. I wondered when you'd get to that point. We need to reboot Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Just power him off. Six, <laughs> 626. It was to LNK today. 45 degrees in the capital city on KLIN. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com to get today's top local and Husker news sent straight to your email. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Astrologist Malcolm Byron. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. But first, it is time to put a wrap on last week's Fantasy Huskers Fling Week. Oh, yeah, that's right. Weekend Fling Week. Uh, and, you know, we, we, we did this whole thing where we... Uh, where we, we we tried to sort of sell that it's not just the person who gets Georgia or Alabama who's going to win this whole thing throughout the week, and we kept saying, "Oh, there's a lot of other choices out there, a lot of other choices." Turns out it was just Alabama. Hey, it looked good for uh, Clemson for a while, but nobody nobody, nobody listened Clemson. to Shaper's advice. Um, Marie was leading in the clubhouse with Pitt for most of the day mm-hmm. until Alabama took the field. Um, and Alabama got the W, got the W, got the highest point scored of the HP top 25 teams that were picked. And that means Ron wins 50 bucks to Valentino's and Alumni Hall. So congratulations to Ron. Way to go, Ron. That opens up another week of Fantasy Oscars. So we're going to do something a little different this week for what we're asking you to guess. We are going to do, you know, Nebraska's had a, a habit of, this is one of the good habits they have, of scoring uh, looking really good on their first drive of the game, okay? Um, Nebraska's defense has also had a little bit of a habit of giving up some early points in games. Yeah. And so we thought we would see if you really want to lean into that or see if this game is going to be exceptional by asking you, 
how much time is left, time left in quarter, when the first points of the game are started, uh, or scored, I should say. How much time is left in, in which quarter? I think most of you will probably pick first, but, you know, every every time we think, it, it seems like every time, Caleb, that we do one of these where it's like really building off the trends of the last few weeks and mm-hmm. everybody kind of overdoes it on following the trends, that's the week when everything goes haywire. Right. And it's 0-0 with four minutes left in the second quarter. So it can be any type of score, not just a touchdown, right? Is that the... Uh, any type of score. The first... It can so be a the, punt out the back the of your own okay. end zone. So whenever the first point... where uh, When on the clock... <laughs> I mean, and this these might get kind of tightly bunched together, I would think, during that first quarter. Mm-hmm. So if you get the pick, you just give us a time remaining on the clock and a quarter. Okay, time remaining on the clock in the quarter when the first points of the game are scored by either team. Now, to get a chance to make that guess, you've got to get a pick. To get a pick, you've got to have the keyword and text it into us at 402-479-1400, the Rick Stein Recognition Text Line. We will select one. Each time we give out a keyword, that's two a day, once at 635, once at 810. And the first pick keyword will be... Return. Return. R-E-T-U-R-N. Text it in right now, and you will be entered to be in the pool of people who will be, one will be selected for, uh, to get to, to make that first overall pick. It's not you. Don't worry. Don't despair. You got another chance at 810. You got another chance, two chances tomorrow, two chances every day throughout the course of the week. But congratulations to Ron. He gets the pizza and the Husker gear from Valentino's and alumni. Hall. All right. It is time, Caleb, for our sound off today. And uh, let's see. What do I want? I got this is kind of a weird day of sound off clips here coming off a Sunday. Uh, What should we start with here? Uh, All right. Let's get the politics out of the way, shall we? I always kind of feel like I need to. Let's get the politics out of the way and then we'll we'll get into the other stuff. Uh, New Biden approval rating poll out. From ABC, I believe it's ABC Washington Post or ABC Wall Street Journal. Um, but it, uh, you know, there, there had been some positive momentum in Biden's approval ratings, but it looks like, and I'm not sure what this is attributed to, but it looks like maybe sliding back the other way again. That new ABC Washington Post poll has President Biden's approval ratings sinking to just 39%. His former press secretary spoke earlier, Jen Psaki, and offered this candid assessment. If the election is about uh, who is the most extreme, then they're going to win. Um, if it is a referendum on the president, they will lose, and they know that. It didn't get any better for Biden in other parts of the poll. Only 35% of registered Democrats want Biden to run again for president in 2024. A majority wants someone else. Who? We don't know. The ABC poll didn't ask that question. Since 1946, whenever the president's approval rating has been less than 50% as Biden's is right now, his party has gone on to lose an average of 37 seats in the midterm elections all right well that doesn't uh, that i feel like i i feel like you hear something different like every day uh-huh. in terms of the forecast for 2024 one day it's like oh republicans are going to be safe in the house they might get the senate too and then the next day it's like oh it's really tightening up maybe the democrats can can get both the house and the senate and it's uh back and forth i'll just I'll just wait and see. Uh, you, you do go. I, I am looking at the prediction markets again. I don't know if it's fresh off that poll or what, but 
Um, Gavin Newsom is is still that number two pick on like on Predict It after Joe Biden. It goes Biden, Newsom, Harris, Buttigieg uh, right now for who that nominee would be. So interesting if it if it wasn't Biden, maybe it's one of those three. We will see. I believe Buttigieg was the Buttigieg did raise. Uh, no, I don't know if raise some eyebrows the world, but people were taking note of the fact that he was in New Hampshire uh, recently, yeah. which. He did fairly. I think he finished second in New Hampshire last time around. Here's what's here's a little bit of an an, uh, an interesting question: is how do they order those primaries um, this time around? That's because right. that has like I don't expect anybody to run against Biden if he's going to run, um, but th- the way they order those primaries can really have some impact on who is looked at as a feasible candidate and who isn't like you remember last time around in 2020 um, Biden got that huge boost in South Carolina and that like completely changed everything Mm -hmm. when it looked like he wasn't even he was kind of going to be an afterthought in the whole thing Um, and so whenever they the the parties make those decisions as to you know and I don't know if it plays in into the Republican thing I feel like if Trump and Biden win everybody's going to kind of you know, clear the way for for both of them, and we get the rematch that I don't know that anybody wanted to see, but we get it. Um, but we see maybe, that there probably are people who want to see it. But. We see that with the primaries, though, where sometimes it's not always who wins Iowa, right? You know, oh, it, it frequently isn't. So, so it's okay. You got to go. You have to. I Buttigieg won Iowa. You have to spend this disproportionate amount of time catering to Iowa, yeah, just for that primary. Right. And this isn't necessarily an anti-Iowa thing. This is an anti-whoever's first thing if you are consistently that one. Oh, yeah. it, it uh, Again, it, it's made no sense for years. I've uh, gone on and on about it. But that, we don't have to worry about that for another, Good. what, year and a half? Year <laughs> yeah. and a half till we're doing that. Uh, all right. What else do we have? Uh, some of the um, the shipping companies in the United States, as is, is, you know, we get closer and closer to the holiday season, they're making some adjustments, though, and it might not be what you think. They're making adjustments for people who are going to start to react to what's happening in the economy. FedEx is pulling it back. Less deliveries, less stores, and less flights because the world is shipping less in order to spend less. The shipping giant announced during its Q1 earnings that profits fell 20% from a year earlier and operating income at FedEx Express fell by 69% as more Americans opted for longer shipping times rather than paying the premium for speed. To make up for the losses, it plans to raise shipping rates by 6.9% in January. To put that in context, in 2022, FedEx lifted shipping rates by 5.9%. That was the first time in eight years the increase had been above 4.9%. Freight shipping increases could be as much as 7.9%. Okay, not not to minimize what she's saying about the economic factors, but my desire to ever pay like extensively for shipping, unless it is like an emergency where I've got to get this thing for whatever reason... Paying for shipping is about as painful as as anything right now because I've become so uh, you could say spoiled perhaps mm-hmm. by by having free shipping on Amazon for, right. for everything and they turn it around in basically two days for every product and some so of them are the next day sometimes it's the next day but it's two days and like that has ruined my um, I mean maybe in a good way but that has ruined my level of tolerance for shipping that is not free that is especially high that you're paying a huge premium for you know to get it in in two days 
when you're getting it free on that. So I wonder if that plays in, too. Uh, all right. What else do we have going on? Okay, this is cool. Have you seen Have you seen the movie? I think there are actually a couple of movies that generally had this plot, but the one that I think of most is Armageddon, um, which is where they go up because there's an asteroid hurtling mm-hmm. toward Earth, and they bring up... Uh, you know, they, they, they bring up Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis and, and Owen Wilson and the team to uh, essentially like mine down into the thing and, and blow it up. Well, this that's not quite what NASA is doing here, but they are starting to prepare for the scenario where there's an asteroid. Not that there's one right doing this right now, but they're starting to prepare in case an asteroid starts hurtling <laughs> toward Earth and what they do about it. There is no asteroid about to hit Earth, but NASA wants to see if it could knock one away. DART is the world's first planetary defense test mission. Dr. Tarek Daly with Johns Hopkins is also a NASA scientist working on DART, or Double Asteroid Redirection Test. They're going to smack an asteroid with a spacecraft to see if they can change its orbit. Nice. You'll be able to watch. So the camera on the spacecraft will be streaming images back to Earth every second, and it's going to be streamed by NASA like a movie. You'll see the spacecraft come in and hit the asteroid. NASA's website will have the image. The impact is scheduled for 7.14 Eastern Time tonight. Eben Brown, Fox News. Well, gather the family around just before Monday Night Football. Right. And, and as the... Uh, as the uh, Fox News radio guy said there, watch a spacecraft smack an asteroid around. <laughs> uh, well, at least, so they're, they're getting this plan because they clearly learned something from those movies. You can't just expect a bunch of oil drillers to learn how That's to be exactly astronauts. Right. That is exactly right. And plus, we need them right now in the oil industry. Yeah, they're busy. That's actually a bigger concern right now with gas prices still hovering around 360-ish. We need them there, and so let's leave them there. Let's find a non-oil. That's right. There, I forgot they were oil drillers. Oh, they? NASA. Finding uh, a way to smack that asteroid. <laughs> You. And you were mad about Fling Week. <laughs> Fling Week's gone. Uh, by the way, speaking of NASA, they did uh, they did uh, ditch another. Uh, they're, they're not doing the launch tomorrow of Artemis once again. Well, they got. I mean, they got that tropical storm situation now. Ian is is screwing that up here at this point. Okay. And so now uh, they they were they were thinking about maybe October second as a backup launch date. I mean, at some point they're so just gonna. Sunday. At some point, I think they're just gonna have to load people up and actually do the the manned mission <laughs> and the unmanned mission together as, as one. All right, guys, we're gonna test this, but you're going up with it yes. this time. <laughs> so maybe October second, which is a ah Sunday. All right, we'll see. That, but <laughs> I mean, if anything, if if anything can be uh, assumed here it's that uh, very frequently there are problems with the date that they have so it very well could not happen there uh all right what else do we have here uh oh neighbors to the south they're worried about another round of bird flu Uh-oh. oh boy in into the fall 
Uh, Kansas is uh, saying, hey, it looks like we may have, I don't know what you could, do you say conditions are ripe? for? Is it a bird flu watch advisory? I don't know, know. but that's what they're saying in Kansas right now. Officials in Kansas sounding the alarm and trying to protect the state's bird population. Kansas agriculture officials telling residents that avian influenza, commonly known as bird flu, could return this fall. That worry stemming from states adjacent to Kansas seeing a spike in confirmed bird flu cases, which could impact Kansas due to the migration of wild birds. Poultry breeders are being told to watch their flocks while covering their feeding areas and protecting them from any contact with wild birds, particularly waterfowl. Paul Stevens, Fox News. Well, and Nebraska did have a reported case, uh, was it last week? Last week it was their ninth case of the year that they had that. Uh, the new case was in Dawes County. And then when that happens, you know what they have to do when that happens? So the NDA then implements a 6.2-mile surveillance zone uh-huh. around the impacted property, and uh, obviously poultry producers that are in that area have to be you know very attentive to their own flock to see mm-hmm. if I don't I don't know what the I don't know if they I don't know exactly what the symptoms are that you look for at that point, but um, I think probably that played into what Kansas is is doing, and they're thinking okay this might even be more extensive there when you get to the fall. Uh, sorry to all the Taylor Swift fans out there. <laughs> that was a see in all of this where there's all of the rumors that we are used to within the Nebraska head coaching search. That was actually a rumor to get excited about. Yeah, so there were rumors. If you missed it, there were rumors. That, it, I think people were p- piecing together little pieces of information, and there was uh, there were thoughts that uh, Taylor Swift may be announced as the uh, halftime entertainment show. Was this on this show? That we were speculating on who, like, what big artists were left to do this, and we didn't we mention Taylor that, Swift. Um, this was that a somewhere? long time ago, but I yeah, we did that. But yeah, we did. We said yeah. Taylor, Taylor Swift was up there is probably your, yeah. your well, biggest one. Right? It's not going to be her, now, it, it, It's a different style, but it's arguably as big of as big a star that they did end up uh, picking. She's found love in a hopeless place, taken a bow, and now Rihanna will take the stage during the big game. Please don't stop the the Grammy-winning superstar taking to social media Sunday to announce she'll be headlining the Super Bowl 57 halftime show set for February 12th at State Farm Stadium in Arizona. Rihanna is signed to Rock Nation, Jay-Z's entertainment agency, which will produce the halftime show for the NFL once again. Work, 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 work. Rihanna was offered the Super Bowl halftime stage in 2020, but turned down the offer in a decision to show solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. She now joins historic company in Super Bowl fame like Beyonce, Prince, Lady Gaga, and the Rolling Stones. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. All right, so I guess something to look forward to if you're a Rihanna fan in February. This is something I've actually Googled before, um, and I can't believe there are scientists actually doing the work. Like, Sometimes there are times this is so dumb, but like I'll see a bunch of ants outside my house somewhere and I'll be like, God, that is a lot of ants. And then I start thinking, (laughs) then I start thinking this is just at a spot in my yard. Right. Or or, you know, under a board in my uh, in, in my shed area or in my grilling area. Right. Like how many of these are in the world? How many ants are in the world? And it's like the number the thought actually almost breaks my mind when I think about it. Luckily, there are scientists who are figuring out this number right now. The population of ants oh, no. in 
Are we about to be world. scared? You're about to have your mind blown. Scientists in Hong Kong, Germany, and Australia had been working on gathering information about insects, and as part of the research, attempted to quantify the number of ants. They've concluded so far there are at least 20 quadrillion ants. That's the number 20 plus 15 zeros. However, researchers also said there are probably far more than that, as this study didn't calculate the number of subterranean ants. They say they did find there are more ants in tropical climates and insist that studying this is critical, as ants are critical, that without them, natural areas would accumulate dead material and the soil would compact and harden. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. I mean, no offense to your research, but it sounds like we're okay for now. On, on, it's, uh, we're not, we don't have we're an not, ant. Yeah, we're, they're not on the endangered species list, or they're on the opposite of it. They're right not like now. bees right now, okay? 20 quadrillion? Does that blow your mind? Well, here's the thing. And then they said, oh, and that doesn't include subterranean ants. Which is... Were like, you only counting those that you could see on the sidewalk? Which is like five times more, I would think. Oh. <sighs> All right. Uh, let's finish on this one. And Star Wars fans out there, end of an era. End of an era in the Star Wars franchise for for years, for decades, you've known the voice of Darth Vader. Luke, I am your father. I didn't do it very well, but it's uh, people. Yeah, know we, this. we it's, all know it. It's James Earl Jones. Yeah. James has said, you know what? I'm hanging up my Darth suit. Not that he was actually wearing the suit, but he is hanging up his Darth suit, so they got to find somebody else to be Darth Vader now. The iconic James Earl Jones has decided he will no longer provide the speaking voice for the infamous Darth Vader in any future Star Wars projects. Variety is reporting that Jones has signed over the voice rights to the character to both Lucasfilm and a Ukrainian artificial intelligence audio company named Respeacher. That company worked on the recent Disney Plus Star Wars series Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi. It was during that series that the company's text reportedly worked in Ukraine on making Jones sound like he did when Star Wars premiered 45 years ago, even while dealing with the continuing Russian invasion. And perhaps it all makes sense that a character being kept alive through artificial means will eventually have a voice created artificially. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. I mean, I agree. Just those are some really weird pauses you threw into the end of that. So a Ukrainian company is trying to recreate James Earl Jones' voice from 1977. Nothing else they could have been spending their time on. Listen, uh, well, I'll, it'll be interesting to see how they do. I'll be, it'll be interesting to see how I, with all the deep fakes and stuff out there, I feel like that's, I mean, I can't do it. Sounds like that's someone's. Pre- that sounds it. really doable in 2022, yeah. does it not? Yeah. I mean, not to diminish their work with this Ukrainian company. I don't know how they do it, but. They've got this. Or they just hire a great impersonator like me. That's the other thing. That's option B. If they, is Bernie voicing anything? And uh, <laughs> Luke, I am your father, okay? Let's have some soup. <laughs> Once again, asking you to not kiss your sister. <laughs> 656. It's LNK today with Jack and Friends on KLI. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah. Hi, welcome back on a Monday morning, September 26, 2022, 711 right now in the capital city. Glad to have you back with us. Got our morning drive coming up a half hour from right now. We're an hour away from an additional Fantasy Huskers keyword. Dirk Chatlin's going to join us. Tim Ruza is going to join us as well. This is normally where we take a look back at the game that was for the weekend for Nebraska football. There wasn't one uh, this week. Although, although, let's be honest, there was a game that for a variety of reasons, Nebraska fans were probably very interested in Saturday night. And it featured Adrian Martinez having his moment against Oklahoma throughout the game, but most particularly a third and long uh, where Oklahoma needed to get the ball back to try and tie the game up. And Adrian scrambled, got loose, went down the sideline, uh, went about 40, 50 yards, and instead of going out of bounds, slid to keep the clock running and then scored on the next play. Took a bow in the end zone in Norman, and uh, there were... there were a lot of people who were saying they were they were happy for Adrian. I I would be included in that, but I'll tell you what that my emotions were glitching at that moment. <laughs> the the, combina- the combination of yes, wanting you know having liked Adrian and and wanting to see the best for him, especially now that we're getting a better sense of what was going on during his career at Nebraska. But I got a. I got, people were getting a little too carried away with the Kansas State love. I still have a lot of bitterness in my heart, <laughs> a lot of bitterness in my heart about Kansas State, uh, thanks to the late '90s and early 2000s. And then just the thought that just just the thought that. And look, I'm not I'm trying to operate under the illusion that. You know, Nebraska is is going to be a, a contender in the Big Ten West or something like that. But the fact that you once again had, like you've had every single game this year, loss or win, where the team Nebraska played and in three out of four cases lost to, came out on the field the next week, and sometimes in subsequent weeks, and we learned, yeah, that team probably isn't even as good as we thought they were. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma fit the bill. Every team Nebraska's played has lost the subsequent week. That's In right. fact, the only one I believe now Georgia Southern did get a win last week. They beat somebody I don't even know who, but they they lost the week before mm-hmm. after beating Nebraska, um, and now Oklahoma loses after that. And so, so I agree with everyone. I was with everyone where I'm I'm ex- I'm I'm glad Adrian got that moment. They were few and far between at Nebraska, and he was, you, you know, you just listen to him talk. He was by by all accounts of somebody who was, um, you know, a, a good person. Somebody that I think we all grew to like, even though he didn't have the success. I don't know if we all I shouldn't speak for anybody else. I at least felt felt that way. So I I was happy that he had that moment, but I would not have called it unbridled. 
unbridled happiness too there was a little bit of where was why were we unable to have something like that when he was here right there were there were a whole lot of other feelings mixed in with that whole thing but uh, and Caleb, I don't know if you want to say something about that, but I I do want to get to what that means for the rest of the season. I don't know. Uh, it was cool. It well, was cool. Well, and you, and, I, and I, so now that I, I don't like seeing Oklahoma lose either. So. Right. No, it's. I think there's a definite way to separate. You're happy for the young man. You're not as happy about Kansas State because that's the that just happens to be the team he's playing for, and also the question of. Why wasn't that more consistent here? Why didn't that happen the late the late stages of a game where what happened on Saturday? Adrian took over. What what seemed to be that missing piece for four years in Lincoln was taking over in that late stage in the game where you got to, oh, there's only two or three minutes left. What's going to happen here? Is there going to be the big turnover? Then Oklahoma's going to score, and then that's going to be it, and the whole team's going to fold. Yeah. What happened instead was... Adrian rose to what that what what the moment was. He took a bow and he gave a shout out to his former teammate Brody Belt. Said that he oh he was, did yeah. So Brody Belt got his first touchdown and he bowed his first career touchdown and he gave a bow. So Adrian said yeah, shout out my guy, my best friend back at Nebraska, Brody Belt. Oh really? I didn't know that. That's so cool. so he gave that there and then another former Husker, Cade Warner got the onside kick yes he so did. so the part though when we're looking at the difference obviously a, a big focus is on the coaching part of it and the coaching part of it becomes what is your scheme what is your play calling what is your recruiting the recruiting part of it and the developing of talent i think kansas state right now has a better offensive line than nebraska had in any four years not that any one guy is better than say cam jurgens mm-hmm. or a farniok like there were some good guys here just you didn't have five across the front with a scheme you didn't have a running back at the level that kansas state's little back is that that guy's got to be 5 feet 6 on stilts right but there are just things that Adrian has at his disposal with Kansas State that really worked for him on Saturday against Oklahoma, and it just looks more comparative knowing that the Sooners just dismantled Nebraska and Lincoln the week before. Yeah, and I don't, I, Caleb. I mean, the reality is setting in with me after every weekend of football. Not only the Nebraska games, but seeing who these teams they're playing really are, and seeing that. Um, that perhaps in subsequent games they are not even as good as I thought they were when they beat Nebraska, or or I guess in the case of North Dakota, played close with Nebraska. But there's some real red flags for me on what happens. And and maybe it's a throwaway season. Maybe it doesn't matter. I I mean, I know they don't feel like that. I know Mickey Joseph doesn't feel like that. But, I mean, we need to look reality square in the eye here. It, 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 uh, and and this Saturday is gonna gonna be the path of two ways. Um, Nebraska's actually favored in this game. Now I know Indiana. Yeah. Indiana had a they got a win against Western Kentucky a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they lost pretty big to Cincinnati. Uh, they had been unbeaten. They had a close game with Idaho, I think, in there. Um, they did beat Illinois, right? And so, yeah. so. You know, I don't. Illinois should not have lost that game. Though. I don't know who they are exactly, but you, you, you know, you you win that game and things feel things feel you know things feel a whole lot better. You feel like you've got something off your shoulders a little bit. You're one on one in the Big Ten. That that makes me. You lose that game, Caleb, 
and I, I hate to say it, but you've got, I mean, winless for the rest of the years in the cards. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just, I'm, and, and, and who knows, you know, maybe they still, maybe they still put it together later in the season and, and pull something off, but let's not kid ourselves. They lose that game and winless is in the cards. Well, these next two are also your most winnable games. The, yeah, the teams uh, that yeah su- supposedly are the the most beat. No, and by the way, we don't assume anybody is beatable right now, given how the well, season is going. But these are the well, the two it, teams it, that are the the it, been the least successful. It's so not far. even beatable in relation to Nebraska. Right? It's just they've been of the final eight opponents. They're the two least tough teams. Yes. Yes. So that's the part where when we say beatable, it's oh well, Nebraska they they can yeah. beat themselves. I know that. Right. Don't that's not news to me. Yeah. Right. So you get a home night game for homecoming coming off of a motion and a bye week, and then you get a Friday night game against Rutgers. Right. Right. The, these these are your two most winnable. Go get these two. See what momentum you can build. I, Nebraska's not going to make a bowl game. I don't think you're going to get to that point. Yeah. But at least if you if you go get these two, you see what you have. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and it'll change. I mean, who knows? It, it it probably impacts the you know sort of the buy-in for the rest of the season and those sorts of things. But I I think the reality of it, uh, it, it you know, for people the people who are hoping Mickey Joseph might get some serious consideration as the next head coach, you know, I think I think he could have played himself, and he he can still play himself into a situation where you can't ignore him for yeah. that possibility. But guys, that looks like such an up. It, I, now, frankly, if he does it, if he does get them to a bowl game, if he goes through this and gets to a bowl to a bowl game, or my goodness sakes, gets them to six more wins on this schedule, he's done. He's done something amazing. Well, for and sure, it absolutely, is time. Absolutely, but I, I and and we'll see. We will we will see how things go. But think of everything you've got going on. The 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 losses, the performances, the subsequent games would indicate they're even worse than they actually were. Okay, you now you 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 have a new head coach. Obviously, you change the rules there. You've got a new defensive coordinator. Um, you've got all these all these other things going on. You've got injuries. You've got injuries that are going to be costly. That came out of last week's game as well, and particularly AJ Allen, uh, which running back was one of the strengths I think that the team had. It is just, it is an up, up, uphill battle. And I know there were people right away that say that were saying, well, you, you know, Mickey Joseph, you've already got your coach right there. You know, I don't, he's, he, he is going to have a really difficult time. And this is, isn't a reflection of on him necessarily. He's just going to have, have a really difficult time turning the thing around with yeah. right now with, with what the personnel is, with what the mental state is, with just the reality of everything that the program has been through over the last several weeks, months, and 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 years, and so I don't think it's a referendum at all on him as a quality of a coach. And and if it goes like I expect, where he doesn't do enough to really put himself in that conversation, I will say this: I I, I hope, and I think it's very possible. That he gets some serious consideration by whoever the next coach, head coach mm-hmm. is, to be on this staff, yeah, and to continue as maybe a wide receivers coach and associate head coach, mm-hmm. or something like that. Now it's going to depend on who comes in, right? Yeah, okay. For sure. They're going to want to make that decision. They might have somebody that they want to want to bring, and that'll completely depend. And and, th- and then I guess the other thing that I'm going to say, uh, Caleb, is 
if Lance Leipold keeps pulling off wins like he has, <laughs> and and their next two games, I think they'll be favored in. I think they they play Iowa State. He is going to the just the public interest that the national talking heads discussing him as the hottest coach in the nation is going to only increase exponentially week sure. after week. Yeah. Okay. Might go the other direction with Matt Campbell to a degree. Um, and they play each other this week. Yeah, that that's going to be interesting to see them play each other. What I'm most interested when we get to Saturday for Nebraska football, who's who's in uniform? We're four games in. Good point. You've got a coaching change. If someone has the eligibility to do so over the bye week, have they had that honest discussion with Mickey Joseph about, I'm looking at where this team is. There's going to be a new head coach. I've got the eligibility to do it. I've played four games. Redshirt me, and I want to hit the portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting. When do we hear from Mickey Joseph this week? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep, Tuesdays are now the day. We okay. get Mickey on Tuesdays. All right. All right, there you go. Uh, <laughs> should be should be very, very interesting uh, as we get into another game week. And another week of Fantasy Huskers. Uh, you are a half hour, oh, about 40 minutes away from getting another Fantasy Huskers. Keyword, we can get it in the draft. We're asking you this week, how much time is left? What quarter, how much time is left when the first points of the game are scored? So that'll be the pick this week. All right, 724, we'll get a check of sports from Caleb next on KLIN. I like the local news because it doesn't get into all these politics. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. All right. Excuse me. It is time to count them down. So without any further ado, let's get started with number five. Republican Representative Mike Flood of Norfolk and Democratic Congressional nominee Patty Panzenbrooks of Lincoln clashed last night on a televised debate on issues like abortion, uh, federal spending, immigration. Near the end of the hour on KETV Omaha, they took a moment and actually said nice things about each other's personal qualities. Wait, what? Yes. There was a question Nobody about... Nobody wants to hear that. The question was whether the deep and growing partisan divide in the country could eventually threaten civil war, which one that recent national poll has suggested. Uh, rare moment in a rough and tumble debate. Pretty good article in the Omaha World Herald Journal Star as well. How about the next debate? They each debate... That Each one of them is assigned to debate that their opponent is better than they are. Let's keep this going. <laughs> Let's keep going. You know, Mike, is he's a great guy. What can I say? He's a great guy. I don't know how you wouldn't vote for him, if I'm being honest. Uh, Patty been a wonderful legislator. Uh, boy, she is a, a great opponent. She's going to make a great congresswoman. Uh, I don't know. Worth, worth, worth a try. <laughs> worth a try. No, but you had all the uh, nice niceties aside there at the end. I think you could have pretty much written the script that of both of these candidates were going to follow. Uh, Flood was going to talk about the economy. Flood was going to talk about... Flood was going to use the name Pelosi as much as he could. Brooks was going to really hone in on reproductive rights. Uh, and I think they did They did those things in addition to, to, to quite a bit more. So what, what will be... What will be interesting to me is how far, uh, you, you know, as kind of the 
and I don't know if this will really ever come up directly in a 2022 midterm race, but where does where does Flood see himself in sort of the the spectrum of the Republican Party and where it is now on Trumpy on one side and non-Trumpy on on the other side, and how far is he willing to? Because honestly, when he ran, when you know, based on his legislative career, based on you know things I had heard him say, and and just following him in the past, I thought he would probably fall more on the non non Trumpy side, the kind of the the traditional old school Republican side of things. But I don't think he wants to accentuate that no, I, all that I, much. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. But on the other hand, it might be benefit. Honestly, though. If, I mean, if 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 this thing's going to be close, it's going to be because, be because Patty Panzing Brooks has massive uh, uh, wins in in Lincoln, um, in 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 the more urban areas as well. I don't know. Maybe maybe Flood could could help himself and and kind of narrow that gap a little bit. Uh, were he to were he to take on that, but I don't think he. You know, I just. I, I just don't think that's in the playbook right now. But hey, uh, credit to them. Uh, I'll, I'll say this: credit to both of them for getting up there and debating. They're going to have another one um, that Channel Eight is going to host. This one was in. This was one was in Omaha, which, by the way, Omaha proper is not even in the district, right? They've got they've got the Don Bacon uh, Don Bacon race up there, the Bacon Vargas race yeah. in Omaha. So get them on actual district turf for the. Uh, for the next one. Oh, and we did the other thing, Mark. I should note, thanks to your um, early morning reporting here, we did get press releases from both candidates. Oh yes, uh, yes last we did. night we did, and they both uh, declared victory. They both. We, I've got this one that says Congressman Flood wins first general election debate. Says opponent will be Patty Panzing Pelosi in Washington. Oh jeez, really, really, and then. Uh, Patty Pansingbrook says Patty Pansingbrook defeats Mike Flood in congressional debate. She also she, said, by the way, her her press release says she easily won it, highlighting Mike Flood's abysmal voting record in Congress and showing he will never answer to to Nebraska. I wonder how that would have paid out if I would have gotten some odds on it on on who won. <laughs> oh wait. They held the debate here in Nebraska, so when the sports book comes around, thanks to Patty Panzing Brooks, I couldn't have bet on it. Patty uh, also had an email right after the debate that said, comes from her iPhone, so please uh, pardon the typos. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see him go at it again here, uh, what, about a week from now? I believe that is. When is, do you know in the next I, one? Sorry, I put I you don't. on the spot with no, that one. I don't. It's all right. I, you know, we're only in news. But you know what? Politics. Doesn't matter. They're both going to win. It. Yeah, they're both going to win. Everybody wins. Participation trophy debates. That's why Pillen doesn't want to do them. Number four. Lincoln's first casino had a line out the door Saturday. Many excited to try their hands at the slots. Four hundred forty-three of them on day one. Casino managers expecting to have over a thousand through the door. I don't know exactly what their number, but it was. It I got was a text crowded. from a listener who said, uh, "Wife's fourth poll, fourth legal poll on a slot machine in Nebraska netted her. I can't remember what the number was, like a hundred, hundred eighty dollars." Wow! So there you go. Now you know what you do. Now you're done. You're done. Lifetime. <laughs> you're done. Lifetime gambling. You're up a hundred eighty. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's what the casinos don't want you to do is is just call it good there. Go and, and win and leave. Go and win and leave. That's a net loss for them. It's, it's okay? WNR. Win and run. Yes, win and so I, I would I would challenge now that's not great for the uh you know the the government revenue that's going to come for the from these. But I'm sure they're gonna have plenty of people who are going to, you know, lose and lose more and then lose more again. That should supplant those. But I like seeing the people who are who are taking the dub. That's smart. That is... We need to talk about smart gaming here now in Nebraska. Uh, now that this is a reality. But sounds like it was pretty popular. Uh, they, they said it was a line out the door. Uh, the guy the guy who texted me said it's a, it's a small room. And they kind of are packed in there uh, right now with the slot machines that, that do exist. So... I can't, I'm gonna have to go check it out at some point. I'm just curious. You're gonna just have to go, a, probably I, do it midnight, some night during the week. Uh, like I don't think I can do. It's this is not about me being prudish at ga- about gambling necessarily. Like I like, I've gone you know to Vegas and played like blackjack and stuff. I like that. But I sitting in front of a slot machine for an hour. Eh, I don't know. It just it doesn't. It's supposed to be entertainment. That to me just doesn't sound that fun. Blackjack, fun. Blackjack fun. Sports wagering fun. Hour in front of the slot machine. I don't know. But who knows? I probably sit down and then you get mesmerized by, by all those lights and sounds and you get one. <laughs> and then you get one like sort of minor win and that hooks you. If you got a $180 win on your fourth hole, you'd sit there, you'd sit be, there for yeah, three hours. You're probably right. Well, the, the sports wagering side of it, thinking about one of the games this weekend, Florida and Tennessee, where the spread was 10.5 points. And Florida elected to try a two-point conversion. They failed, and they were down 11 points. So right there, if you took Florida plus the 10.5, you were losing by half a point. Yep. That made excitement down the stretch in that game to see if Florida were to cover. Yep. All right. Uh, and also, if you bet on either Patty, as you said, Patty Pansing Brooks or Mike Flood to win the debate, they both did. So it pays out to everyone, I guess. Nope, because it was here in Nebraska. Oh, okay. Can't bet on it if it's oh, here in Nebraska. Right. Ed Goss can't do that at all. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Somewhere you can. Uh, 800th career win for Coach John Cook. It happened uh, as the Huskers open conference play. Uh, sweep Michigan State in front of 8,282 8, fans. Uh, 25-15, 25-19, 25 I don't mean to be a prisoner of the moment, but that Ohio State match was epic. Well, Holy yeah. cow. So 800 happened on Friday, and yeah, then you got all of the excitement of yeah, 801 I, on Saturday. Which is good. 800 was good, but they, but they were dominating. That Michigan State's not is not where they can Commemorative match up. belt buckle. They can't match up with Nebraska yet, but an 800 is cool. Congratulations to Coach Cook, but I'm sure he'd say the same thing. Um, the... The takeaways from that weekend, just the exhilaration of the weekend, was that Ohio State Nebraska match. He which, said that yesterday. Oh, did he? Oh, I, I, yeah, not yesterday, Saturday. Apparently, I know him pretty well. Um, <laughs> it, it involved not only the, the comeback and Nebraska hanging on, and, and again, I wasn't nervous. They just seemed to pull it out at the end. But it involved some of the great individual points that I've seen in a single just match. Just rally after rally. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. And... And uh, Matty Kubik with that block at the end. It was fantastic. Uh, Whitney Lawnstein's just out of control good right now. <laughs> just out of control good right now. Yes. Did, you get, did you get your daughter any of the Waverly water yet? Uh, we're working on it. Yeah, it wouldn't I be that we, we hard, got, I don't got, think. Well, 
I'm go to like a gas station and use the bathroom and bring some bottles. I'm not driving up there. I'm driving up there? It's what, what are you doing? <laughs> it's, I'm going to need what, this. To- hold on. You would have a longer drive to 27th and Superior than Waverly. Guys, I'm going to need this to be ordered in. All right. If someone can hook us up, I'd appreciate it. I really want to see you and you and your uh, you and your wife just go into the, stroll into the bathroom with a bunch of empty water bottles at like the at the U stop there or whatever. Uh, yes, we do need to still make that. All happen. right, you got to get it. It's getting you got to get that. She's got to get it in her Who, early. When, when's the next home Waverly football game? I'll just go to that, yep. grab all their water, right. Yeah. Get out of there. It's got to be tap water, though, not like bottled aqua. No, 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 no. Just, no. just go to the stadium there and, and, you know, fill it up. And then all of a sudden, two days later, I think Millie looks taller. Her feet grew three <laughs> sizes that day. <laughs> Number two. None of these shoes fit anymore. <laughs> NASA's, I feel like we're already doing that. Yeah. NASA's DART spacecraft. DART stands for Double Asteroid Redirection Test. This is sweet. Uh, headed for an asteroid, Didymos, and its moonlet, Dimorphos. What? Uh, it hit there. You heard me. <laughs> it hurt. Uh, it's supposed to hit there tonight at 7.14 Eastern Time, if all goes well. Uh, DART's going to crash into Dimorphos in an attempt yes. to alter the moonlet's trajectory. Yes! Hop that little rock. So they're not actually worried about this asteroid. They're just seeing if they can alter They're just going to see if they can. Well, I hope they don't actually push it toward going toward Earth, if, if you move it around. But, um, yeah, they're using it just as kind of a test to see if they can div- put up, use this DART system to make a planetary defense system where they crash these things into asteroids. And apparently you can watch it all streaming. Get the family around the dinner table tonight. Turn on the feed. You said 714 Eastern, so 614 our time. Yeah, the begins at the, the live feed begins uh, from at, NASA at 6 Eastern. So you five. got an hour of pregame. You got an hour of pregame charts so and graphs about how this is going to go. Yeah. I got to remember to watch it. So I, I wonder what the delay on. is coming back. I think it's like 8 million miles out from Earth. Set a reminder for 5 p.m. Watch asteroid get destroyed by spaceship. Well, not going to really destroy it. It's just going to, isn't it? Going to just just, we'll just a nudge out of the way. We'll see. Into, you know, because work. you know what happens if this doesn't work? They got to do what they did in Armageddon. They got to send oil workers up there to drill down into the thing. And I don't quite remember the methodology in that movie. But you know what I do remember? That Aerosmith song with Bruce Willis was walking in slow motion. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I'm... Right. Moving on. They probably, you know, if they really wanted to move it, they should nuke it. You know, send a small nuclear into it. Let's just see how this goes. But I am going to play that Aerosmith song on my uh, on my smart speaker the entire time I watch this. All right. Just for effect. Number one. Looks like we finally made it. Uh, weeks of generally hot weather. 10-day forecast. Completely full of highs from the mid-70s, low 80s. Low overnight lows, 40s. A lot of sunshine. Not much precip, if any. So, Jack, you're going to take a week or two and quit your whining? I'm, I'm liking this, Mark. I'm going to be honest. I am. I'm equal opportunity. I will give credit when credit is due to Mother Nature. And when I look at 76, 77, 74, 78, 82, 79, 
Uh, sunny skies. That's what I'm looking for right now. That's really, where I want to be. We really do need some rain, though. Yeah, that's true. God. Every dang time there's a rain chance. And it's and it's somebody around us gets it. I did but, ask but Rusty some, uh, a somehow. week ago about the fact that uh, the dome seems to be in, permanently in place. Oh, did or he freak it, out on you? Oh, yeah, he did. He freaks out. He will he will lose his mind. I think it you. was, you that's that the up. dumbest thing or something like that. But I think, you know, we may be proved, privately proved right. He privately, when he's very honest with himself and in moments alone, he he really hates he hates my dome. He hates what I've done with my dome take. Well, he is the chief meteorologist of the anti-dome league. That's yeah, true. It's true, but listen, I think I'm pretty sure the results speak for themselves right now. Just to- I'm going to need you and Rusty to send out simultaneous press releases. Saying we won the dome debate? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jack Mitchell defeats Rusty Dawkins in a dome Easily. debate. Nebraska radio host Jack Mitchell easily won the dome debate this evening, highlighting Rusty Dawkins' abysmal record in dome talk and showing he will answer. Uh, Jack will answer only to Nebraskans. I like it. The flood in Pans and Brooks. They can be used for anything. It's like a Mad Lib for declaring victory. All right, that's it for your morning drive. It's brought to you by Stonebridge Insurance and Wealth Management. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. When you're... Th- you're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, here's what, in, what is in store for you during the 8 o'clock hour. We got news first from both Fox and Mark Vale. Uh, we'll be out after that with another Fantasy Oscars keyword. Get in this week. Uh, pick when the first points will be put on the board by either Nebraska or Indiana. And maybe win yourself some pizza and gear from Valentino's and Alumni Hall. Of Dirk Chatlin. Talk Nebraska football coaching search and more. And, uh, you know, it's been a crazy day already. A lot of, lot of belly laughs today. <laughs> Probably more of those two. Save the clock. Dreams. KLI and Lincoln. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. But first, your fantasy Huskers keyword for a chance at a $100 prize pack from Valentino's at Alumni Hall. Well, first of all, congratulations to Ron on winning Fling Week. He had a he had a romp with Alabama, and it was a romp. Alabama won big over Vanderbilt. Got fifty five points. Fifty five points. That was the most of any of the weekend partners that our listeners selected from the AP Top Twenty Five. And so Ron is it's Ron, right? Ron won. Ron. Yeah, he yep. wins fifty bucks to Valentino's, fifty bucks to Alumni Hall. We'll have another fling week in a couple of weeks. Who's Nebraska? Believe it or not, has another bye week. Uh, what it'll start two weeks from yeah. now, right? In a couple two of weeks, weeks from now. So you still got another chance. Still got another chance to do that. But this week we start a new one. Start a new one. Uh, one pick is already down, uh, but your chance to get the second pick right now in this week's Fantasy Huskers draft. 
The uh, the category this week is when in the game are the first points scored. So your answer will be a quarter and an amount of time remaining on the clock. It's been very early in basically every game so far, mm-hmm. uh, it's especially for Nebraska, weirdly. Nebraska's been at its best. Its offense has been at its best those first drives of the game. So if that continues, you may want to go really or you may want to go 13 minutes. I don't know. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with a pick. But to get the pick, you got to have the password, the keyword, uh, which is September. September. S-E-P-T-E-M-B-E-R. September. Text it in the Rickstown Recognition text line right now. And one of you who texted in is going to get that second pick for Fantasy Huskers Indiana Week. With that, we turn to Tim Haruza. To say hello and is welcome. That, is that time left in the? I always get confused with this. Time is it time left, left in the yes. quarter or time, time that left. has expired? When they put right? it on the counting down. No, no they, they put it on the box. What door. does the clock say? Here's the other question: What if it's, it's very OT three? Right, that nobody scores. <laughs> so here's the thing: third you, overtime. No, you can pick <laughs> overtime. But we'll just allow you to have all of the overtime. I'll say I'll make this rule right now. If, if you, you say OT, you get all of the overtime periods. Well, if someone says, and we've done this in the past, if they say fourth quarter zero on the clock, that means that the game's going to go to overtime, and that'll be the last point. You oh. know, when I think Don't 2022 Nebraska versus Indiana, I. Just yeah. crushing defense is what comes to I mind. I think you're not going to. I really don't think we're going to have to worry you, about that rule situation. You think of that <laughs> Sunday night football game last night. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Can we t- the NFL oh, yeah. Is, you're a, a Broncos fan. Listen, here's the thing your, your Broncos team is 2 and 1. They play the Raiders next week who are kind of hapless. They might be 3 and 1, and everybody thinks they're terrible. They are pretty terrible. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's fine. They're they're playing football. Yay. I notice you're drinking Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. Have you moved from Diet Mountain Dew to Mountain Dew Zero Sugar? Most days, yeah. If I can get the Zero Sugar, I'm picking Zero Sugar. It's better. It's so much better. Now, I'll take, I have this hot take. (laughs) Uh, First of all, I will never go away. There will be no fling week for me and Diet Mountain Dew. I'll tell you that right now. I've seen you drink the Baja Blast. So Once. I regret it. Chill. I bought it because it was on sale, and then I regretted it. <laughs> I, I I won't go back. Uh, but when we're talking colas, uh, you know what I, I where where was I? I went somewhere that ha- oh yeah, Chipotle had Coke Zero on the fountain. Yeah, that's a good choice. That's a no brainer choice. Well, the so Coke good. Zero is so far ha- for diet pop drinkers. Coke Zero is so far uh, heads and shoulders above both Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi. Uh, no, don't give me that face. Don't give me that skeptical face. It is. The gold standard in Diet Colas, Coke Zero. To the Monday morning conversation you wanted, but <laughs> uh, Diet Coke is out. So anybody yeah, who's I, still on Diet I Coke I definitely is wrong. agree with that. I, I would put that um, third out of there, those three. Yeah, it's, it is the last choice, and it's off the fountain. is about the only way you want it. Yeah. Um, but Coke Zero, there's a place for Diet Pepsi in my world, in my life. Yeah, I'm, I'll put And it's usually that, fountain Diet Pepsi, and it's like everyone's Coke so Zero is delicious. It's very good. And they, they reformulated it a little bit a while ago, and I was a little nervous about it, but I think they actually made it better. Coke Zero from Chipotle is the best Coke Zero, too. Is so it? It's, yeah, it's kind of like the McDonald's. Oh, you ever had an original co- um, Coke from McDonald's, Fountain Coke from McDonald's? It's like, I'm sure it has. It's like a once-a-year like treat, man. Go get yourself a large <laughs> it's funny. Coke. It's funny. I make all, the, I, I make all these terrible <laughs> eating and, and drinking uh, choices in my life, but it's like somebody mentions regular pop, and I'm like, I cannot have that. 
Like, I will not drink. I don't know what it is. I'll have 15 pieces of pizza, but when somebody offers me a full sugar Coke, I'm like, I don't think I, I don't think that's good for me. Why would I drink a glass of syrup? I don't know. It's weird <laughs> how I do that. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. Regular. It's not real consistent. But no, it's a, it's an. I'm addicted to. I'm addicted to diet soda, and diet yeah, soda is different too. than regular. Soda. And I moved there, and I'm fine with. Like, I've. It's filled the need you know completely for me so i want <laughs> not for regular soda yes so, don't call it yeah. soda what am i pop, pop. i don't know I, I, did you I say never, that did you i think i that? started it oh, yeah, blame me I soda pop. When people do that we'll just call it soda pop and then we're no out. it's just it's just it's just pop <laughs> uh, <laughs> call it a coke that's what did they do you hear that right? both patty pansy brooks and mike flood won the debate last night there were two winners i per I, the press yeah releases. i've seen the press release both won yep Yes, um, there are no losers in a Sunday night debate at 5 p.m. right before right. Sunday night football. Right? If, do you think if Jim Pillen knew there are no losers in debates, he might have reconsidered doing some? <laughs> That's, I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> Somebody should tell him. You, yeah. you can't lose. I yeah. mean, it's uh, everybody Everybody wins the whole thing. Now, here's, here's my real maybe, question. Maybe the point is, well... You know, maybe the point is well made by what you saw last night, which is I'm not sure that we move the needle. Um, but we're gonna have two debates, two back to back Sundays on two different TV stations. Like, uh, listen, I want to be a, I want to be a little careful because whose minds are whose mind on. are we changing? The only people I've seen commenting on this are people on one team or the other, and I know, that's it. I know, but no one else. But but hold hold on just a second. I don't. I I appreciate that they're doing these. Okay, I do because I think this whole the, the the whole uh, the pillin op ad about debates are just for show and they're all I don't believe that I think that's I think that's a bad precedent to go down with candidates so I appreciate I shout out Flood and Patty Pansingbrooks for doing doing these because for some reason we're going a direction where people don't even do them now that said yeah it wasn't necessarily earth earth shattering in terms of the interest of it and you know what you know what a good way one way you can make that better is not go head to head with nfl football <laughs> well okay yeah uh, uh how about where what are we doing on tuesday night at 7 p.m huh tuesday night at 7 p.m sundays at okay. five is a rough time slot if you're if you're yeah. wanting people if you're wanting eyeballs on tv sets right There's that like, is that's a hard get. I did not even turn it on last night. I was looking through. I mean, I forgot that it was happening. I was in, you know, dealing with kids and cooking. I'm struggling supper enough to between. get to get the football games on at that. Watching time. the end of that Bucks, uh, yeah, Green Bay Packers that's right. football I was game. Too. So yeah, Nebraska has got a weird history, and I know the media partner plays into this, but they've got Nebraska's just got a history of putting in debates at times that are just not. The least, the the opposite of prime time. Don't think that the candidates didn't decide that Sunday night at five was an okay well, time, probably so that night. nobody was watching in case they said something bad, right? You like, think so? Oh, I do think that that's it part of the played, game that you the, play. It'll get played on the internet all as the you're time trying to decide. That. I mean, that's the truth too, and that's part of why. To to your earlier comment about appreciating that they do this, look, I. I was personally a, a pretty critical of of the Pillen camp for not doing the primary debates. We are where we are right now. I think that's we're at a different place in the general election. Yeah, strategy wise, I get forward. it now. But at the same time, I mean, what is what value is there in getting up and reading off some some cute talking points and some 
canned lines that you and your campaign staff have come up with in response to this subject or that subject in a 30-second or one-minute answer, with the only thing that gets covered being those cute little quotes that are posted in the paper or in your maybe, own news maybe release Pillen was right. calling you a winner, or, maybe or, Jack, was right. or the gaffe that you make that gets played on the internet and goes viral. Like Outside of that, right. I don't know what you win. These are not We're not talking the intellectual debates, the Lincoln-Douglas-style candidate-on-candidate actually hashing out policies and issues. Oh, you We're talking about zingers. Of that. We're talking about zingers and whether or not you like the way they look, and that's uh-huh. what it comes down to. And I just, I just, I don't know. I there's value in it because we've always done it, but it is not uh, the modern campaign. It is not making a difference. You are not going to win. Hold or, on. you can only lose. I'm going to push. Stage. I'm going to push back a little uh, bit. I watched. I watched some of the. Uh, the, <laughs> now, the now, now I feel like I'm only arguing to be a contrarian. Well, I, feel, I don't know if I believe. Jeez, I feel like you're going to bat. You're going to write a <laughs> that's sequel. A harsh take. You're going to write a sequel to Pillin's op-ed, Tim Ruza. I agree with Pillin. <laughs> Debates are worthless. Uh, uh, I watched some of the GOP primary gubernatorial ones that, that Pillin didn't do, but the rest of the candidates did. Just seeing them talk is... And, and I think... I think I've got an idea of, I, I, I think I've seen Flood and Panzing Brooks just being in the news industry and those two being around a long time. I've got an idea who both of, you know, both of them are and how they handle on their toes, these sorts of things. And I think they both do pretty well with that generally. It was interesting, though, when you had several gubernatorial candidates. I don't disagree uh, with that. I to do just think... sort of see how they handle some of the and 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 frankly, your the bad things stick stick out more than the good things. Maybe but. maybe what I'm trying to say to a certain extent is that the polarization in politics just makes. I mean, we're just holding. You know, here, here's the red. Here's the red choice. Here's the blue right, choice. That's right. True. This is th- this is not a nuanced dichotomy of who believes what and how they're going. Like that's probably we're not true. getting there on a on a primary debate stage where you've got multiple candidates. You haven't really been introduced. People really are, are undecided, and they're talking. I mean, they're all going to they're all going to generally be the same way when you're talking Republicans and Democrats with some nuanced things. You can find some nuances in that sort of a lineup. Where, but it, the, the format is also just yeah, but not the most agree. productive. Look, I've tried to set some of these up. You got, I mean, that's the thing I know, is you got to make it. They're safeguarding. Otherwise, everything. the campaigns are out, and that's where I say they like, safeguard everything. Sunday night at five p.m. against against Green Bay, Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers is not unintentional. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. not totally thought out, Jeez. but it's not. I don't know. Not like, an I just, accident. I just actually would love to see two people who are you know in flood and Panzing Brooks. I think they're both. I don't think I'm going out on a huge limb to say that they've been both uh, like respected legislators. Oh, they've absolutely. both been yep. respected legislators. They're both veterans in in that. They've both gotten things done in the legislature. They're both like I would love to actually see them really discuss the economy. I agree a hundred percent. I that is not what happens. <laughs> During a modern, political I know debate. I would like to see it. You are far better off going back and and taking a look at some of their voting records and catching some of their floor speeches and finding clips of that. And that's hard. I I see it because I I've known both of those individuals in their professional capacities. I've I've watched them talk um, on an open mic about different policies for hours on hours on hours. Um, and so I feel very confident that although. You know, although they're going to present themselves as polar opposites, there are things that they agree on, and there are subtle differences on which they things on which they disagree. Um, 
I I have I know that because I've sort of I've seen them work it out. You're not going to see that on Sunday night at five o'clock with one minute answers to right. a set of canned You're questions, saying. and and they get they get you know the softball question of at the end there of you know what there's a survey there's a, or an opinion poll on civil, civil war wars coming, and they can say nice things about each other right once they're off the canned lines and the yeah. zingers. I so. was glad to see that. That's what I th- you know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, but I do want It's an exercise. It's a theater thing, and it's some some added airtime. I'm not sure it tells us anything about. I'm who still the glad they did it. People, st- are. I'll stay. I'll I'll keep my position. I'm still glad they did it. Okay. I'm still glad that that they did I, it, and not feed I into this idea I, that the like concept, said, I, even if not executed perfectly, is 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 worthless. I debate. I'm debating with myself a little bit in my head here. Well, that's even I, that's you're, good. That's you're good. absolutely See? not wrong. I think there's value in you know standing up there and taking. T- you know, taking the risk, I guess, of screwing up or saying something honest, right? Do you think there's <laughs> something you haven't thought out? What's that press release going to say? Who won that debate in your head? <laughs> hey, do you think so, there's any there's any tension in the uh, in the sort of the I don't know if tension's the right word, but what kind of debate there is in the flood camp about like how Trumpy he is during this whole thing? Because I could actually see it. I, I, I think the conventional thinking is, well, you got to, you know, you got to keep appealing to, to, to that base of the Republican Party. Uh, but I also think, I also think he, when he sees the numbers in the special election from Lancaster County, for instance, and, and Lincoln, like, I feel like there are some people, I think there's a, there are some people in, in Lincoln, at least I can't talk about for everybody, but there are some people who would be interested in a, in, in a moderate rep- Republican, maybe more so than than a Democrat, and so maybe it maybe it would help you in some of those areas where you don't lose it on the other side. I don't know, I'm a, or is that am I th- overthinking this whole thing? Well, I you know I've never had a conversation with Congressman Flood about it. Um, I I really don't. I've never talked with him about Donald Trump. Right? Well, like, I, never you know had, what? We've never hashed it out. I but I'll tell you this: I have not seen that campaign cozying up to kind of the Trump end or the or or Donald Donald Trump and and kind of that side. He's absolutely in on on Republican talking points. He's, you know, Republican right. leadership. I mean, Kevin McCarthy's been here in Lincoln raising money for him. Um that's a it's a big deal. Yeah. And I don't think he's going to shy away from that, but he definitely is not leaning on kind of the Trump brand as the pathway or the that ticket. said though Caleb do you remember when I asked him at the end of my interview with him after he declared about who uh about uh was the did Biden win the election do you remember that right he was uh, he, he did not I mean he did not just say yes at any point yeah um, yeah and, well well, that's interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't was, think I've heard that. Yeah, I, that <laughs> he did not. And, and you know what? I actually, I, and I, I actually said to him. I said, I said, um, State Senator Flood, if one of if one of your employees was asking this question uh, on a radio show and they got the kind of answer that you just gave me, you would be on them for not following up and pushing back. So I did just that. But I, you know, I, that would surprise me a little bit. That surprised me a little bit, but well, and that's I, I assume that is you know as we were talking before with the from the debate standpoint, it's the fear of saying the wrong thing and it being repeated and replayed and then held against you forever. There's yeah. no, there's a lot of tiptoeing that has to happen. I think. Right. So anything else going on? Did you know there's a gubernatorial race going on? 
Really? Yeah, it's a lot oh. of buzz in the air. I thought that was done in a lot, May. A lot of buzz in the air. <laughs> no, I'm just excited to be able know. to crack open a cold Coors Light, a Husker basketball. Oh, we game. didn't even talk about that. Dang so it! That's how about how about ninety percent for the city? <laughs> You're telling me this. I need to look ninety percent. East Beltway ought to be done by 2024 at that we're, rate. We're gonna have lots of fun money I'll, to. I'll have an extra one for the around. East Beltway. <laughs> some some nice new bike trails. That's all. All right. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, Sorry. you can't get a Coke Zero at the game, so you might have to get a beer instead. Uh, Just add a little bit to your Coke Zero. <laughs> Gross. All right, 826. <laughs> 826. All right. Thank you, Tim. Have a good one. Say 26 on KLIN. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIS. Somebody's trying to tell us that we got the Kansas State facts wrong. No, they, they I mean, it was, it, he was saying at the end of the season they lost their last two games. So, I mean, they, I, mean, I guess at the end of the regular season they were unbeaten, but then they lost to Texas A&M and lost to Drew Brees and Purdue. So, they were not they were not, and they were. They dropped. And they never the got five. to never got to number one. AP final ranking was uh, ten. They peaked at two. Huh? That was a weird year. Uh, there was a postponed hurricane game. Miami had. I think they were unbeaten at the time. I think UCLA was up there that year. Anyway, the nineties were wild. Uh, all right, <laughs> that's it for the show. Yeah. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Joe Jordan. Yep. Uh, John Baylor. Yep. Yeah. By the way, Fantasy Huskers today, we're still oh, waiting yeah. on Steve, but Shane says at 11-11 in the second quarter. In the second quarter? Oh. What? I think he set the low point with the first pick overall. They, they are not going out 0-0 in the first quarter. There's no way. Shane, I'll eat my words, and I'll give you your pizza person. What is that panic in Memorial Stadium if it is? Well, I mean, sort of panic, sort of glad. <laughs> it's 9 o'clock on KLI and Lincoln.